Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson about building materials. Remember, my job isn't to teach the exciting English lessons only but to teach every English lesson. So, today's lesson will be about building materials, bricks and stone and blocks and all those kinds of things. I think you'll enjoy it and I think it will be a good lesson for everyone. Um I actually worked in construction many, many years ago when I was a university student when I was home in the summer. For three summers, I worked for a guy who did renovations and then for another couple of summers, I worked for my uncle who built barns and houses and sheds. So, I do know a little bit about construction although it's probably changed a bit but anyways, once again, welcome to this English lesson about building materials. Brick. So, I'm going to talk about building materials. A very common building material in this part of the world is brick. When we build houses in particular, we often will use brick on the side. People will hire a bricklayer to lay bricks in order to build the outside of the wall. I should mention as well, this lesson on building materials is going to be very North American and some of the things might even be very local just to my area. Sometimes people call things different things in different parts of the world. I'll try to mention that when I know it but as far as I know, bricks are just bricks almost everywhere in the world. So, if you wanna build a wall, you'll get some mortar. You'll hire a bricklayer. He'll make mortar. He'll put bricks on the wall. He will lay the bricks and you will end up with a brick wall. If you use this though, you will be building a block wall. So, this is what we would call a block We sometimes call it a cement block. These are great for building walls but they're also really great because they're heavy. So, if you need to tie something down out in a field, a cement block works really, really well. So, if you build a wall with these, you have a brick wall. If you build a wall with these, you have a block wall. And sometimes, uh it's a little more difficult but sometimes people will use stone to build a wall. So, you can see here in this picture, Um stone, every stone has a different shape. So, it's a little more challenging to build a wall with stone. Blocks are rectangular. Bricks are rectangular. So, it's a little easier but sometimes the look when you're done is just amazing. So, sometimes people decide to spend a little extra money and build a wall from stone even though it takes longer. And of course, if you do any of this work, you need what's called mortar. So, mortar is a substance made out of water and sand and cement and it goes between the bricks or between the blocks and it's usually a little bit wet when you put it on and when it dries, it becomes hard. So, mortar again is something that bricklayers use or you could use yourself if you were laying bricks uh, or blocks to kind of connect everything together. And all of this is referred to as masonry. So, when you have some masonry work done on your house or if you say, our new house is almost done. They just need to do the masonry. You're talking about bricks or blocks or stone. Anything that gets put together with mortar, we would refer to as masonry. If you watch my other videos, you'll sometimes see my house in the background and our house is has masonry. It has brick. It is a uh Almost all of the exterior walls have brick on them except for one small part on the roof. If you watch the video where I go on the roof, um you'll see that there's a little bit of siding up there instead of masonry. 
Uh there is something in the world called concrete. So, concrete is a very very cool building material. Concrete comes in a semi-liquid form. It flows and it can come in a concrete truck or we call it a cement truck. Um and when you pour concrete, you pour it into something where you have forms and then you smooth it out and then you wait a day or two and it dries to a very hard hard consistency. It's almost like stone when it dries. So, concrete is made from cement, a little bit of sand, a little bit of stone. We sometimes call it aggregate. It's all mixed together with water to form concrete and then you will pour it into a form, smooth it all out with a trowel and a few days later, you will have a beautiful sidewalk or step into your house or even a concrete wall. Sometimes, they make walls out of concrete as well. And something that goes in with concrete, often when we pour concrete, we use something called rebar to reinforce the concrete. I actually don't know but maybe rebar is short for reinforcement bar. I'm not sure but certainly when you pour concrete and you have steel in the concrete, it's a much more durable uh building material. Uh I think it's called steel reinforced concrete and it's very very hard. Most um bridges and tall skyscrapers are made using rebar and concrete together because the mixture of the strength of steel and the strength of concrete creates something that's even stronger, I think. Um in Canada, we still build a lot of our houses using wood. Our house is primarily built out of wood. The walls have wood in them. The floors are wood. The roof has wood in it because Canada has a lot of trees. One of our primary building materials is wood. You would buy boards. That's how we refer to wood in general. You would buy the right size boards in order to build your house. Here's an interesting fact. In Canada, we use the metric system but when we build things like houses, we still use what we call imperial. We use inches and feet. So, in Canada, when you go and buy a a piece of wood, you buy an eight foot piece of wood or a ten foot piece of wood. We also reference the dimensions in inches. A two by four is a little under two inches by four inches. It's actually an inch and a half by three and a half. A two by six is the measure for the next size board. So, in Canada, we use the metric system but when you buy wood, when you buy boards, you still use inches and feet for some reason. You need to be bilingual with your measurements in Canada. But yes, in my part of the world especially, most houses are built with wood. Most apartment buildings and tall buildings are built using concrete and or steel reinforced concrete. So, we refer to the wood in a wall that goes up and down as a stud. Now, this has other meanings as well um but a stud is the board that goes up and down in the wall. It's usually a two by four or a two by six um and when you go to hang pictures on the wall, sometimes you use a device called a stud finder so you can kind of know where the stud is. So, when you put a screw or nail in the wall, it hits it. But the wood, the boards that go up and down in a wall are called studs and sometimes you have to cover things and you buy something called plywood. So, as I mentioned, 
We do use the uh, imperial system of measurement for wood. When you buy plywood, you usually buy a four by eight sheet of plywood. So, that would be four feet wide and eight feet long. This guy has a four by eight sheet of plywood on his cart. He's probably going home to put that on the wall of his shed or some other place. Plywood is a very, very handy building material. It's made of thin layers of wood that are glued together to become a very strong board. Um plywood is very handy. It's one of my favorite building materials because you can build a desk with plywood. You can build a trailer with plywood. Uh, You can build almost anything you want with plywood. The wood in your floor, the boards that are on edge are called a joist. So, in this picture, you can see the floor joists are all lined up. Wood is very, very strong when you put it on edge. So, we often build the first part of our floors in our houses using joists. Um so, a joist is made out of wood. It can be made out of steel as well. I should mention this. Studs and joists, everything I'm talking about can also be made out of steel. It's just not as common in Canada. Sometimes when you walk in someone's house, the floor will squeak in one spot and you might say, oh, you have a squeaky floor joist. Should I say joist one more time? It's a hard word to say, joist. And then on the top of your house, you'll have what we call a truss or here you can see a lot of trusses. That would be the plural form. Uh when we build houses with wood, when we get to the point where we're building the roof, we will put up a series of trusses and then we will cover the trusses with plywood and later roofing material. So, you'll see here this house is being built right now. They have put up the trusses and they will soon put on the rest of the roof. So, when you put two boards together, you can use a nail or you can use a screw. A nail is usually put in with a hammer. So, you bang a nail in or you hammer the nail in. You can use the word hammer as a verb as well. But many times when you buy two pieces of wood or when you have two pieces of wood and you need to connect them, you will nail them together. So, you will bang a nail in or hit a nail in with a hammer. Sometimes though, it's nicer to use a screw. A screw you would put in with a screwdriver by hand but I usually put a um a screwdriver bit in my drill and I put screws in using a drill. It's a lot easier that way. When you do it by hand, it takes quite a while. Um so, generally when you need to fasten wood together, you can use a nail. You can nail two pieces together or you can screw two pieces of wood together. You can also use it as a verb. So, I'm going to um screw a few boards onto my barn before winter because some fell off. So, I'm gonna use screws to screw the wood onto the barn. So, you can use it as a verb and a noun. There you go. We also sometimes use nuts and bolts. So, the bolt is the long thing and it's threaded. That means that a a nut will turn and go onto the bolt. So, again, the bolt is the long thing. The nut is the small thing that goes on the end. Sometimes you might drill a hole through a couple pieces of wood and put a nut or put a bolt through and a nut on the end and you might even use a washer which is a flat piece of metal that you can put on the other end to go between the material and the nut so it holds better. When you're building any kind of house, you need plumbing. 
you need uh someone to come and put a pipe here and there. Um it's good to get all the plumbing done while the walls are still open because then the plumber can drill holes and can run pipe through the walls. So, here you see a plumber who is putting pipes in the wall. He has already drilled some holes in the studs and he is now putting in pipes or you could just say he's putting in the plumbing. Plumbing would refer to pipes that bring water to your sinks and taps. Plumbing also takes away um waste from your toilet and from your drains of your sinks. So, plumbing refers to all of the pipes that bring water where you need it and then takes away the waste water after you've used it. And then of course, you need an electrician to come in to do the wiring. He will put wires in the walls and in the floors so that you can have electricity in your house. An electrician will run wires. They'll install receptacles. They'll install light fixtures. They'll connect everything to um a breaker box in your basement usually uh and then your your house will have electricity. It's really really handy to have electricity. If I didn't have electricity, there would be no live stream right now. It is a very very important invention in the world if that's what you would call it. Maybe discovery, an important discovery. Anyways, the electrician will run wires. We're gonna use the verb to run. The the electrician will run wires in your walls and install all of the receptacles that you need. Sometimes, you will put in conduit. Conduit is simply a special kind of pipe that you put electrical wires inside of. So, in certain places in my house, I have conduit so that I can have a wire through the pipe and if I wanted to put another wire in later, it's very very easy. So, conduit is simply a special kind of pipe that lets you put wire in right away or later. It's very very handy. See where I'm at here. Your electrician will also install as I said, electrical boxes. An electrical box is the metal box that goes in the wall. Sometimes, it's made out of plastic uh and that box will later have light switches or receptacles. We sometimes call them outlets as well installed so that you can turn lights on or you can plug things in. So, the electrician will run wires to the electrical box and then install other things later. In Canada, it gets really cold in the winter and it actually gets quite warm in the summer. So, when we build uh anything, we usually use insulation. This is a very common building material in Canada. Sometimes, we put insulation in the wall like this. We buy fiberglass insulation and install it by hand. Sometimes, they will spray insulation into the wall um using spray foam insulation and I don't have a picture of that. But a very very important part of building a house or any kind of building in Canada is to make sure you have insulation. So, when you heat your house in the winter, the heat doesn't escape and when you cool your house in the summer, the cold air doesn't escape. You wanna keep the hot air inside your house in the winter and you wanna keep the cool air inside your house in the summer for sure to keep things either warm or cool depending on the season. But yes, insulation comes in bats. So, this guy has installed some bats of insulation and he will install a few more bats like B-A-T, bats of insulation in the wall. 
We also in this part of the world put plastic on our walls after we put insulation on and this is called a vapor barrier. Notice in Canada, we spell vapor with a U. In America, you spell vapor without a U. But a vapor barrier is simply plastic that we put on the wall to prevent moisture from either exiting or entering the house. So, it's to block vapor, humidity, moisture, water essentially in the air. It's important to have vapor barrier on your walls in the summer and in the winter. So, in Canada, when we put stuff on the wall like these guys are doing, it's usually called drywall. It's just a gray board. It's usually four feet by eight feet. Sometimes, it's four feet by ten or four feet by twelve. Um and we call it drywall. In other parts of the world, it might be called gypsum board. It might be called wall board. It has a number of different names. It's not the final thing. When you look behind me, there is also a little bit of um what we would call drywall compound to smooth it out and there's also paint on the wall but behind the paint um here and here, there is drywall on the wall. So, again, it can be called gypsum board, wall board. It might have a different name where you live but when you build a home, you often will start to finish off the wall by installing drywall. And then this isn't done as much anymore. In days past, people used to plaster their walls. It's a lot more common here now to just install drywall and to smooth the drywall out with a little bit. It's not plaster. We call it drywall compound. Um but plastering is when you put small boards on the wall and then you put a substance on that's a little more like It's a little more like mortar. It's not mortar but it's a substance where it spreads on smoothly like butter almost and then dries to a hard consistency. You can see this guy is putting some plaster on the wall. Floor tile. So, when you finish off a floor, you use all different kinds of flooring. You might use carpet like they're doing here. You might use floor tile like they're doing here. All of this would be referred to as flooring. So, sometimes people put floor tile in their bathrooms. They might put other kinds of flooring in other parts of the house. They might even put hardwood flooring uh, in their kitchens or other places but anything that goes on the floor would be called flooring. Um sometimes on the outside of the house in different parts of this country, they will put something on called house wrap. House wrap is a little bit like vapor barrier but on the outside. It does allow I think it blocks wind but it does allow the house to breathe still a little bit um but you've probably seen this somewhere in your uh, in the world. It's either called house wrap or home wrap or uh it has various names but it's the thing that goes on the outside of the house after the wood is put on. On the inside, when the walls are all done, you will of course paint the walls. Some people still put wallpaper on their walls but it's not as common. It's very common in my part of the world for people to paint their walls and then to repaint every once in a while. Sometimes people will uh paint their walls and then five years later, they won't like the color and so they'll paint it a different color. It's very cheap to paint. It's a nice way to change a room quickly. To change the look of a room quickly. 
There are other ways to make things look nice. Sometimes you will stain wood. So, stain is a special substance that makes wood look darker or to make it look a little more glossy. You see how this wood is a little reflective down here? So, they're putting either a coat of stain. We also have things called verithane and urethane. I'm not gonna get into that. But stain is what you use to make a wood look darker. So, this wood is being stained so that it has a nice look to it. It also protects the wood as well. And then, of course, you need to install a window here and there and a door here and there. These are also considered building materials. If you were building a house, you would go to um a place like Home Depot and you would buy a window. You would buy a door and then you would install the window. These guys are installing this window. These guys are installing this door. That's the verb you would use to talk about it. So, you would buy a window and then install it. You would buy a door and then install it. And then around the doors and windows, we put what's called trim. So, this person is installing the trim around this door where the wall or drywall meets the opening where the door goes. It's nice to cover it up with some trim. So, when you put trim in a house, you put it along the bottoms of the walls. This is called baseboard but it also can just be called trim and this is the trim here as well. You can see we painted our trim white. Our trim used to be stained a dark brown but we decided that if we painted it white, it would look a little more modern. So, when it's uh when you are done installing the door, <laughs> poking my nose, when you're done installing the door and you've done Uh, well, you don't have to be done painting. Then you install trim around the door just to make it look nice. On the roof of our houses, in my part of the world, we will often install shingles. A shingle is something made out of tar and a little bit of stone and a mixture of paper and it's waterproof. I think it's paper um and it's installed to prevent your roof from leaking. Shingles are very, very common in most parts of North America. It's probably the cheapest way to um finish the roof of your house off. If you do watch the video where I'm on the roof, I'm standing on my roof and my roof is covered with shingles. In other parts of the world and in some places in Canada, people will use roof tile. So, roof tiles are usually made out of clay or another durable substance. Um it's not as common here but some people do use tile. I know in some parts of the world, it is the most common way to cover a roof when you're done building your house. We also in Canada sometimes will have metal roofs. This is very popular in a place like Quebec City. Some of the older houses have metal roofs. Um metal roofing is a little bit expensive. Last time, Jen and I needed our shingles replaced we priced out metal roofing and it was double. So, we just put new shingles on instead. I wish I had put metal on though because metal roofing lasts a long time uh whereas shingles you have to replace every 10 to 20 years. Hopefully, not um less than 10 years. That would be quite expensive. And then, of course, on the outside of the house, we talked about brick but you can also put siding. Siding can be made out of wood. Siding can be made out of vinyl. Siding can be made out of almost anything that is durable. Something that can be outside for many years and look nice. 
So, this person is installing the siding. They're putting siding on the house. It's probably a vinyl siding. Um it might be metal as well. Some people have metal siding, wood siding, vinyl siding. There are a lot of different types of siding that people will put on a house. And then of course, you need to put on what I call eaves trough but what most people in the world I think call gutters or rain gutters. We call these things the things that collect the water when it rains. We call them eaves troughs. Should I say it one more time? Eaves troughs. That's the plural. Um this guy's putting on an eaves trough. Um it's a little hard for me to say. An eaves trough is connected to downspouts. The pipe going down is called a downspout and it's used to um direct the rainwater away from the house when it rains. So, um I don't know if eaves trough is a Canadian uh word but uh, I know gutter is a, maybe a little more popular around the world. Eaves trough sounds nicer, doesn't it? I think so. Inside of a house, if you don't want to paint, you might put up paneling. Uh this was a little more popular in the 70s. Parts of this house when my parents built it in the early 80s had paneling, wood paneling in some of the rooms. We took it all down and put paint on the wall instead. Uh but you might have an area in your house where you have paneling as well. So, paneling is just usually wood that you put on the wall to make it look nice. This looks very pleasant. Maybe paneling will come back in style soon. We'll have to see. Another building material that you might use in a variety of ways is just something called adhesive. You can also call it glue if it's called glue but anything that makes two things stick together. So, this person has a tube of adhesive. They're putting adhesive on the back of a piece of wood paneling and then they're going to stick it to the wall um or they're going to put up paneling using adhesive. So, again, adhesive is something that makes two things stick together so that you can't pull them apart. And then, once you have your windows and doors installed, you'll usually put caulking around them. Caulking is like a very small bead. Sometimes, it's made out of silicone and it just stops air from getting in. You don't you don't wanna have drafts in your house. You wanna make sure that you've sealed all the little holes to keep out the wind, the cold, insects, uh anything that might try to get in. So, caulking is like a little like a um like a paste that you put on. It eventually gets a little bit hard um but it's important to um also put new caulking around your windows every five or ten years or at least check them to make sure it hasn't disappeared. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.